0: Five And we've done it. We've made it all the way to hump day. Wednesday, the 24th of January. Zach, it's still raining.
1: Rain, yeah, it, rain, rain, It, rain, mean, it rain, hasn't rain, let rain. up, yeah. it was. Yeah, it rain, was like, again, yesterday was just a light rain. But this morning, driving in, you know, I left my house an hour ago. And it was coming down pretty good. Well, it was raining pretty
0: good at 8 o'clock last night already. And it seems like. Uh, let's see. Get a few rain gauge reports real quick here. Folks go out and get their... Socks all wet in the morning, going out and checking on that thing. Let's see. uh, uh, Rain gauge report from Western St. Paul recorded 1.1 of rains from yesterday into this morning. That's from Bill. Uh, Pat says rain gauge report from Worson Woods, Missouri, 0.55 last 24 hours, 43 degrees. uh, Winds are calm. Uh let's see here. Decided to get my rain gauge out since it warmed up since yesterday uh morning. Have gotten an inch of rain. That's John over in Paterbarn. Mine is still screwed up. I don't know if I need to put new batteries in it. Go get a new one. Put my R257262 out on the deck is not recording any rain. Um Let's see, decided to get my rain gauge out since it warmed up. Uh inch of rain. Six-tenths yesterday, a half-inch so far today in Prairie de Rocher. Uh, Pete from Fenton says, as of 4 a.m., got .37 of rain. So uh, it's all over the – boy, I'll tell you what, fog? Ooh, did it sock in last night, yesterday afternoon, mm-hmm. about 4 o'clock? Man, it got thick. And uh, sent my buddy go to note down on the river. And I, we, You know, last week when it was like zero and 40-degree wind below wind chills mm-hmm. and I – can you imagine being out on the decks of those barges trying to move them around? No, uh, I'll, I'll let go. stick uh, to that. Uh, and then the ice. Can you imagine walking on those steel decks covered with ice? That'd be crazy. Mm. Uh, but he said they closed the river last night. Uh, they were shut. He said they were shut down due to the fog. I guess it's a little hard to duck under those bridges with barges when you can't see the bridge, I guess. Uh, so hopefully they're back up and running said they had, haven't had too much trouble with the ice. The Illinois River has had a lot of ice issues, though, uh, over there. So a lot of things going on. There's a little more water in the river, so they shouldn't have any trouble uh, as far as loading the barges uh, pretty much full. It's on the plus side. Uh, not by much, but it is on the positive side. At least it was as of yesterday. A lot going on out there weather-wise. We'll get to that weather coming up in just a little bit. A lot to get to. We are heading into a warm-up, and I saw something. Did I see a week from today 61 degrees?
1: That is correct. I think it was like uh, next Thursday or Friday. Yeah, it so could hit 60 degrees. Crazy. That's mm-hmm. crazy talk. That's mm-hmm. just crazy. Don't worry. Mushroom. We still got to hit the 30s a couple times before we get there. but uh-huh. Mushrooms will be popping.
0: Uh, <laughs> spring's just right. It's I like can Easter it already. already, right? Yeah. I can smell that grass yard grass folks yard grass (laughs) Ah, anyway let's get to it what do you got in the newsroom zach
1: good morning everyone it is 43 degrees outside in maryland heights at 508 weather and sports are coming up but first here's what's happening now a pine lawn man accused of sexually abusing an eight-year-old child is in custody 52 year old calvin bridget is charged on several counts including statutory sodomy Prosecutors allege the abuse happened in early December. Brid- Bridget is jailed on a $75,000 bond. A federal jury convicted a registered sex offender in St. Clair County of sexually exploiting another minor. 44-year-old Dan Wackerly of Swansea was found guilty on several charges, including soliciting an obscene visual depiction of a minor and transferring obscene material to a minor. Prosecutors say Wackerly had sexually explicit conversations with a minor via text message in, in July of 2021. Evidence presented during the trial revealed Wakerly sent the m- minor a explicit image, requested sexually explicit images from a minor, and discussed meeting uh, the minor for sex. He was previously convicted of aggravated sexual abuse against a minor in Hamilton County back in 2010. He faces 25 years in prison when he's sentenced on May 21st. Missouri Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft is defending himself against the state auditors' claim that he violated state law. Details from KTRS's Steve Potter. Ashcroft is accused
2: of failing to turn over cybersecurity reviews of Missouri's 116 local election authorities. Ashcroft on Tuesday refuted what he called false accusations made by Auditor Scott Fitzpatrick's audit of the Secretary of State's office. The audit was released on Monday, and Ashcroft says the reviews include confidential information that his office is not allowed to release. He adds that the new law wasn't in effect during the period covered by the audit. Ashcroft is also running for governor. Steve Potter, KTRS News.
1: Governor Mike Parson is scheduled to give his final state of the state address today. Workforce development and infrastructure are expected to be among the topics Parson will focus on in his speech. Parson will deliver his State of the State address at 3 this afternoon from the state capitol. It will also be live streamed on Parson's Facebook page. A ribbon cutting ceremony was held yesterday to mark the grand opening of the Pet Safe House at the Women's Safe House. KTRS's Jill Enders has the story.
3: This is a first-of-its-kind facility in St. Louis that will accommodate up to eight pets at a time, helping women, children, and pets escape domestic violence. Construction of the facility started back in October and was funded in part by a $60,000 grant from Purina and the Red Rover Foundation. Domestic violence statistics show an estimated one in three women and one in four men experience some sort of domestic abuse in their lifetimes. but. Only 15% of domestic violence shelters accept pets. Additionally, more than 70% of domestic violence victims reported that their abuser threatened, harmed, or killed their pet to control them. This has resulted with many victims often remaining in abusive situations to protect their pets. Chillenders, KTRS News.
1: Time now is five twelve. taking a look at the KTRS forecast today. Rain moves out, cloudy with a high of 51 tonight, cloudy with an overnight low of 37. Tomorrow, rain likely with a high of 47. It's currently 43 degrees here at the big 550 KTRS. Switching over to sports, Brandon Saad scored twice, including the game winner with 48 seconds left as the Blues beat the Calgary Flames last night in Calgary 4-3. to it's two straight wins for the note as the Canadian trip continues tonight in Vancouver. Texas A&M shot only 29% from the floor, but still beat Mizzou basketball 63-57 to down in College Station last night. Sean East led the way in the defeat with 17 points, but the Tigers slipped to 0-6 in SEC play. Slew basketball is home against Davidson tonight. The two teams have only combined two wins since the calendar flipped in 2024. Former Cardinals outfielder Matt Holiday received just 1% of the vote for the 2024 Baseball Hall of Fame and will fall off the ballot for 2025. Holiday failed to get the requisite 5% necessary for a return to the ballot. That'll do it from the sports desk. We will be right back with Farmer Dave. It's
4: another day to be thankful to be in America as the Big 550 KTRS begins another broadcast day. God.
5: 15
0: on the mark on this Wednesday morning, uh, about an inch of rain over in New Baden. Uh, we got another Texas grounds frozen, so I had to put the rain gauge in a pot full of rocks. Yeah, a lot of folks put their rain gauges away this time of year so they don't fill up and freeze and crack. But that's supposed to be the advantage of that fancy electronic thing that I've got. Apparently, the little glass tube is the best way to go. I don't know. I'm kind of bummed out with my fancy system that won't tell me how much rain i'm getting so anyway it is wet out there you shouldn't have to worry about anything like any freezing on the roads or any of that kind of stuff there could be some i guess there could be some high water spots you know where that you know folks know where those spots are where you catch a little water when you've had a lot of rain and uh visibility still at two miles so if you're heading out be careful so was it still foggy when you came in zach
1: yeah, it was foggy, but wasn't as bad as it was last night. So it did lighten up a little bit. Still a little fog out there, but again, not not as bad as it was, you know, yeah. last night. So, boy, I was over in the hog lot, or the
0: cattle lots yesterday. Whew. Talk about mud! M- I'll say muddy, <laughs> pretty muddy. Um, that frozen ground. Oh well, a lot of the water's on top because the ground still froze. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that you know that slick slop on top and. Keeping the cattle happy and out of out of that kind of stuff, and keeping them trying to find dry spots for them, and cleaning sheds and stuff where they've been getting in the last couple of days. It, for folks that got livestock this time of the year, it's just it's just a little rough. But uh, keeping the at least the waterers are back to thawed out, so we don't have to worry about chipping ice. That's a good thing. But yeah, livestock in this kind of weather is just just pretty rough. And folks, it oh, and then they had a, a baby calf Sunday night. Yeah. Oh, look at that. You know, yeah, and never fails. You know, that was the icy storm night, you know, 11 o'clock, mm-hmm. cow decides to have a baby. They'll do it <laughs> every time. Perfect
1: timing, yeah. Bad, perfect
0: oh, timing. bad weather will bring them every time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, if it's, I, I don't know, but those of you that that got cattle, uh, you know, or maybe even horses do it too to some degree, but you'll have that cow, she'll, you know, you'll have five days of beautiful weather. And you know she's due, and she's just – and then you catch that night of freezing rain and cold and just a miserable night. Sure enough, that's when she'll have it. But the little guy, it's amazing. Them little guys can get up, nasty, cold, rain (coughs) – excuse me – and they get up, and they take off running. It's just how they – them little guys are tough. There's no doubt about it. So. They're in the in the shed now under the roof where they uh, got a lot of nice dry straw and a little baby yesterday he was romping around he was having a big time so they're off and going but yeah those of you that got cattle and uh they will have that calf sure enough whenever the weather gets bad it just it's just part of nature uh running over to the livestock trade uh yesterday we were a little bit higher in the corn we're going to call it anywhere from uh one uh about 3 quarters to a penny higher um uh, March futures uh, had their fourth consecutive gain. March is a net four cents higher for the four day rally so far. Uh, uh, Algeria is in the market. They're looking about 160,000 metric ton of feed corn. Uh, wire sources had South Korea buying 68,000 metric ton of feed corn at, via a tender as well. S&P Global expects corn area in the United States at 93 million acres for twenty-four twenty-five. 25 Now Farm Futures Survey listed corn area at 82.8. So we are looking at about a 10 million, or 10 million acre top to bottom uh, number on what these uh, analysts and all the uh, companies are trying to figure out how much corn is going to get planted in the United States. Well, there's two surveys that have 10 million acre spread between them that is a big number Uh, Brazil's agro reporting second corn crop down there planting is about 5% done Uh, that compares to 1% planting at the same time uh, last season March corn closed at 446 up about three quarters May up uh, half at 458 July was up one and a quarter at 466 we're a little bit higher in the overnight March is at 448 that's up two Mays at 458 up two as well September trading at four seventy one, up one in December at four seventy eight, up three quarters of a cent a bushel. Been very, very quiet the last couple of days in the uh, in the corn trade. Over on the soybeans saw some nice gains there. We were eight to fifteen cents higher. Soy meal futures were one to almost two percent higher in the front month value. Soy oil futures about five points uh, higher. Farm futures survey Results for twenty four twenty five soybean area at 84.9 million acres, S&P Global estimating it at 85.5. So they're pretty close on the bean acres, but they got that 10 million acre spread. I don't know where that 10, 10 million acres is going to go if it doesn't get planted to corn. Uh, Brazil's soybean harvest uh, looks like it's about 5% complete. That compares to about 1.5% this time last year. Uh, March beans closed at 1239, up 15 and a quarter, May up 14 at 1247. Over on the overnight, we're two higher pretty well right down the board with the March at 1242. That's up to two and a half, May at 1249, up two. November's at 1207, up three quarters of a cent, and January at 1215, up a quarter cent a bushel. At least we are back above that $12 mark. Over on the soybean trade, I'm sorry, the wheat trade. We are coming in a little bit higher. March at 601. That's up four and three quarters. July at 618. That's up five and a quarter. And December wheat trading at 643. Up four and a quarter cents a bushel. 521 on this Wednesday morning, the 24th of January. We'll take a quick break. Take a look at the livestock and the forecast for the rest of the week right after this.
6: We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the people of Missouri. We're for kayakers, car dealers, grocery baggers, and mail carriers. We're for teachers, preachers, students, and singers. Armed service members, you bet we're for you. We're for people who shake your hand and say hello. Not because they know you, but because they don't. We're for brewmasters, stockbrokers, beauty queens, and truck drivers. And don't worry, we're still for farmers, too. Whatever you do, if you're a Missourian, we're for you. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we've got Missouri covered.
2: Hi, I'm Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor at Capital Advisory Group. Do you have a financial plan? Do you have a retirement tax strategy? Have you ever wondered when is the best time to start your Social Security and how much of your Social Security will be taxable to you in retirement? Give us a call at 636-394-5524, or you can visit us on the web at www.capitaladvisorygrp.com.
4: They serve and protect. When you put your badge on and, and put your equipment on in the morning, we're going to go into situations that are very dangerous, and we don't know how they're going to end up. And sometimes they don't return home after their shift.
7: I was a widow, and how was I going to survive?
4: Since 1959, Backstoppers has been there to help the families of her fallen first responders.
7: Backstoppers showed up, and they reassured
8: me at that moment that I had nothing to worry about.
4: This Thursday... The Big 550 KTRS will salute Backstoppers' tremendous work. Please join us in supporting this important safety net for first responders in Missouri and Illinois.
7: Backstoppers make sure that you and and your kids are taken care of for as long as you need them.
9: We thank you for supporting our fallen heroes and their families. The KTRS Backstoppers
4: Radiothon is presented in part by the Bartolino's Family of Restaurants. Ambassador Midwest Floor, CJ's Restaurants and Bar, and KTRS Cares. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS.
0: 523, we'll have that forecast for you coming up in just a minute. Let's run over to the livestock trade. We were a little bit higher in the cattle trade. Feeder cattle futures were up as well, uh, as much as 245. USDA confirmed Friday cash sales at 172, 173. Nothing yet for this week, so uh, we will wait and see. China's National Bureau of Statistics had the 2023 beef production at 7.53 million metric ton. That was up almost 5%. USDA's wholesale box beef prices were 299 stronger in the choice, 188 higher in the selects. Federally inspected numbers estimated at 111,000, weekly total of 240. That compares to 29,000 head during the same week last year. So we're uh, down, or up, down that is, by 29,000 head. February cattle closed at 174.65, up 87. April closed at 177.82, up 92. And the June cattle closed at 174.95, that's up 67. January feeders up 117. At two thirty-one, over in the pork complex, yeah, we saw a nice rally there as well. USDA's national average base price uh, was shown at forty-seven forty-one. That was up a dollar eighteen. China's National Bureau of Statistics had the twenty-three pork production at fifty-seven point nine million metric ton. That was up almost five percent year over year. National cutout value fell two dollars and fourteen cents to eighty eight zero three. Numbers Numbers estimated at four hundred fifty four thousand yesterday. Uh, that uh, brings us to nine hundred and seventy thousand for the week so far. That compares to nine eighty seven the same week last year. So we're still running just a little behind. February hogs closed at seventy three thirty. That was up two thirty seven. April hogs at eighty thirty two up to seventy. And the February pork cutouts eighty seven forty up 180 coming up on 526 let's run over to the weather desk
1: more rain but it looks like there's warmer weather what do you got zach yeah we're still holding at 40 oh we've gone up a degree actually we're up to 44 degrees already we are in dense fog advisory until noon today looks like most of the rain has moved out could see some spot showers throughout the morning most likely is just uh fog, more, fo- more fog and some spot showers and clouds this afternoon. High of 51 degrees today, low of 40 overnight tonight on Thursday. Expect more rain to continue throughout the day. High of 48 degrees, mostly cloudy Thursday night with a low of 39 on Friday. We have mostly cloudy with a high of 48 degrees Friday night, low of 40. And for the weekend chance of rain throughout the day on Saturday with a high of 44 degrees on Saturday night, Looks like more rain continues cloudy early uh, Saturday night into Sunday morning back down into the 30s with a low of 36 degrees Saturday night. Plenty of clouds on Sunday again, high of 42 degrees, mostly cloudy Sunday night with a low of 32. And for next week, sunny on Monday with a high of 50 degrees, partly cloudy Monday night with a low of 35. And on Tuesday, sun again with a high of 52. That's the latest from the weather desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. You know,
0: Zach, if you look at it from the side that we're 50 degrees warmer than we were last week this time,
1: <laughs> it,
0: it doesn't sound so bad. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm walking out even to this morning to the car and it was 40 degrees. And I said, you know, it doesn't, it was raining, but I said, you know, it doesn't yeah. feel too bad out. Yeah, yeah. Spring's just around the corner. <laughs> I'm
0: showing uh, 41 here in rural Belleville. Winds are coming in out of the northeast at four miles an hour. There is fog out there. Visibility's at four miles. Uh, Humidity is at 95, sun up at 713, and sundown this afternoon at 513. Coming up on the bottom of the hour, we'll take a break for some news. We'll check in with some of the news in the world of agriculture. And, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, the uh, uh, nation is going to warm up, and we'll have more on that as well. We'll be right back.
6: I'm Scott Shoemaker, fifth-generation farmer. We raise corn, soybeans, and some wheat. Contract finishing in site. When we uh, started our farming operation, a lot of our financing was go and lock them in for five to seven years. Then I heard Farm Credit's long-term loans, and they also mentioned patronage. So we decided to switch everything over to Farm Credit because they could lock our land up and give us a good interest rate for whatever we needed. So we went ahead and refinanced everything with that and been happy ever since, and I wish I'd have done it ten years ago and then in the middle of the year, June, we get these checks in the mail from Farm Credit and they're called patronage checks. It's like, never got a check for borrowing money from a banker before. It's been a great experience with Farm Credit. The people that I've dealt with, they've been knowledgeable upfront. Any question you ask him, he knows the answer. And if he don't, he has people that can find the answer for you. And looking back, I wish I'd have done
8: it years ago. All of us at Independent Center
5: want to thank everyone who generously supported our Dancing with the St. Louis Stars event on January
7: 20th. Because of you, this year was another amazing success. St. Louis Luminaries danced the night away while raising hundreds of thousands of dollars to help fund Independent Center's vital programs for those with severe and persistent mental illness. Want to help but miss the event? It's not too late. Please consider donating to support our mission at independentcenter.org today.
3: Here's our story. Tony and Denise, brother and
8: sister team, born and raised in good old St. Louis, started in 2009. More like 1959. Started our business in 2009 with the idea of buying in bulk in order to save you money. Our sales staff will educate you on products and features that are most important to you. We can offer top brands like GE at the lowest price every day. Come by and visit any of our four showrooms or shop us online at TheApplianceDiscounter.com where our Our savings savings are your your savings.
5: savings. Valentine's Day is here. This year, give the ultimate gift. Name a star after your sweetheart. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities, fairies, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can give the most memorable gift. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333.
1: Hi, I'm Rod Ferguson, the host of the brand new show, Conversations with Rodney Ferguson, on KTRS every Sunday afternoon. I'm a native St. Louisan, a Marine Corps veteran, and a local business owner with a definite opinion about the direction of our country. I also believe 2024 is a golden opportunity to rectify that. We may or may not agree, but I believe you'll enjoy the conversations. Join us every Sunday at 3 o'clock for Conversations with Rodney Ferguson on the Big 550 KTRS, brought to you by Crushed Red.
7: This is a special report from ABC News, the New Hampshire primary. I'm Sherry Preston. Former President Donald Trump wins another contest and tells his followers in New Hampshire about November.
8: We have no choice. If we don't win, I think our country is finished. I do. I believe our country is finished.
7: Still, his only remaining GOP opponent isn't giving up. In Concord, New Hampshire, here's ABC's Michelle Franzen. Even in a two-person race, Nikki Haley sees her second-place finish behind Donald Trump as a small victory,
3: coming within striking distance and vowing to carry on. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. The path for Haley beyond the Granite State is not as clear. Trump now calling for Haley to drop out.
7: At the Haley Campaign Headquarters in Concord, New Hampshire, I'm Michelle Franzen, ABC News. 35% of New Hampshire Republicans identified themselves as part of the MAGA movement. That was down, though, from 46% in Iowa. This is ABC News.
1: 44 degrees outside at 531. I'm Zach Bining, KTRS News. A federal jury convicted a registered sex offender in St. Clair County of sexually exploiting another minor. 44-year-old Don Wakerly of Swansea was found guilty on several charges, including soliciting an obscene visual depiction of a minor and transferring obscene material to a minor. Wakerly was previously convicted of aggravated sexual abuse against a minor in Hamilton County in 2010. He faces 25 years in prison when he's sentenced on May 21st. A rural Missouri man is facing charges after dozens of animals were found dead on his property. 34-year-old John Maxwell Griffiths was arrested and charged with 29 counts of animal abuse. Police say 29 dogs, five goats, a cat, and two birds were found dead on his property in Stone County, and another 55 severely neglected dogs were rescued. The Humane Society of Missouri assisted in the rescue. Investigators say it's unclear how the animals died. A St. Louis County Councilman wants police to step up citations of expired vehicle tags and registrations. During yesterday's council meeting, Councilman Mark Harder introduced a resolution calling on county police to hold all vehicle owners accountable for paying their vehicle sales tax and registration fees. Harder says police were lax in issuing citations for expired tags before COVID shut down the courts. But when the courts reopened in April of 2021, They didn't ramp up their efforts back to the even pre-COVID levels. New legislation introduced in the Illinois State Senate would ban certain chemicals currently used in candy, soda, and other food items produced in the state. More from KTRS's Steve Potter.
2: According to State Senator Willie Preston, these substances have been used in food for decades, and new evidence shows they can pose serious health threats, especially to children.
9: The four food additives this legislation seeks to ban are brominated vegetable oil, potassium bromate, probioparabine, as well as red dye number three. You find these food additives in many of the food items that we purchase every day.
2: Preston says Senate Bill 2637, the Illinois Food Safety Act, will not ban any products but will encourage food manufacturers to update their recipes and use safer ingredients. Steve Potter,
1: KTRS News. Governor Mike Parson is scheduled to give his final state of the state address today. Workforce development and infrastructure are expected to be among the topics Parson will focus on in his speech. Parson will deliver his state of the state address at 3 this afternoon from the state capitol. It will also be live streamed on Parson's Facebook page. That's KTRS News. The time is 534. We'll take a quick break and be back with Farmer Dave right after this. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous.
9: So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com/quality. That's harrys.com/quality. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome razor with 13 blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members.
0: 535 on this Wednesday morning. Well, we're already looking forward to planting season. All the bills are starting to come in. All the seed uh, seed orders are starting to roll in, and then you start worrying about equipment. How's the planter going to work come spring? Do you need a new tractor? Is that all sound familiar to your farming operation? Well, no matter the season, the egg industry faces these unique pressures. And if you're feeling overwhelmed or hopeless, there is help. I've been telling you about the Farm Family Resource Initiative helpline. It's there for you. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call. Here's the number 833 FARM SOS. You'll receive confidential support from experts who understand the pressures of grain and livestock farming. They know what you're going through, and there is no cost to call. You can also email the counselors at Farm Family Resource Helpline at mhsil.com. Everyone needs someone to talk to from time to time, and if you are a farmer, Are a farm family member in need of that support, call the helpline today, 833-FARM-SOS. That's 833-327-6767. You need someone to talk to? Call them today. Brought to you by the Farm Family Resource Initiative in partnership with SIU Medicine.
7: Are you worried about your budget for your new kitchen or bathroom? Call me, Anne-Marie Boges, the new co-host of the Inside Out Show on the Big 550 and owner and designer of Anne-Marie Design Studio. Visit our website, annemariestudio.com, where you can use our budget calculator tool to see a preliminary breakdown for your project. See how we can transform your old drab kitchen or bath into the envy of your neighborhood at Anne-Marie Design Studio in Wildwood. Visit our website, annemariestudio.com.
4: Your early morning wake up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the big five fifty KTRS.
0: Five thirty seven on this Wednesday morning. Once again, welcome aboard, Zach. Folks are getting ready to head out the door. What size jacket they need to what size do they need this morning? The Definitely one need their,
1: the. One. They'll need their raincoat for sure. There's still rain moving through the area. We are also in a dense fog advisory until noon today. Could see some patchy spot rain showers this afternoon and for the rest of the day. High of fifty-one degrees today. A low of 40 overnight tonight. Rain tomorrow again. High of 48 degrees on Thursday. Mostly cloudy by Thursday night with a low of 39. Friday, it's going to be mostly cloudy with a high of 48 and a low of 40 Friday night. Chance of showers on Saturday with a high of 44 degrees. Mostly cloudy by Saturday night with a low of 32. And on Sunday, mostly cloudy, high of 42. Monday, suns comes back out. Excuse me, sun comes back out on Monday with a high of 50 degrees, partly cloudy Monday night with a low of 35, and on Tuesday mostly sunny with a high of 52. That's the latest from the weather desk. I'm Zach Binding with the big 550 KTRS.
0: All right, thanks, Zach. 41 degrees here in rural Belleville as we get started this morning. Those winds continue to come out of the northeast at 4 miles an hour. Humidity's up there at 95, and you have visibility. They're saying officially it's at 4 miles, but there's probably some areas that are way Under that sun up at 713 and sundown this afternoon at 513. Well, as the cold weather moves out of the area uh, from the last couple of days, looks like taking its place is going to be some temperatures that are going to be maybe as much as well over normal. Rod Bain visits with USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey about what's headed our way for the weekend.
6: The nation's cold snap of recent days is about over. All of a sudden, that cold air is utterly
9: disappearing. A few days ago, we started seeing warmer weather overspreading the western U.S., and now that warmer air is making a quick trip across the central and into the eastern United States, helping to flush out any of that remaining bitterly cold air.
6: USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says the warmer weather also comes with above-normal precipitation in various parts of the country, as well as the increased chance of flooding.
9: Between now and the end of the week we are expecting two significant storm systems across the south. It could lead to precipitation totals anywhere from two to eight inches or more from eastern Texas to the central and southern Appalachians also extending as far north as the Ohio Valley.
6: Rippy adds active weather could develop later this week along or near the Gulf Coast. Uh Rod Bay reporting for the US
0: Department of Agriculture in Washington DC. Zach, did you see that was it San Diego yesterday? Had the the flooding? Yeah. They yeah. had what they what they have a they had more rain in one day than they usually get in a month or something. Yeah, it done done rain a
1: whole lot down there.
0: Yeah, and I mean those rivers, cars, rivers of cars just being washed down the street. I mean just
1: Yeah, I saw a I couple mean, videos
0: online of it of local yeah. local news and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, that California, you know, they've been ho- hoping for some water and they need water and need rain. The old saying, what is the old saying? Careful what you wish for. Uh, Boy, they they got a bunch of it yesterday. And same way here, a lot of this ground is frozen. A lot of the creeks are starting to really fill up. Now, this morning, after the rain yesterday and the rain overnight, be careful as you head out, especially before daylight, because some of those low-lying creeks could actually be out uh, this morning, I know uh, Richland Creek going through here in Belleville was really rolling yesterday morning, so uh, be careful and uh, give yourself a little extra time, especially if you're running on those rural roads where you know where those little dips are, where the creeks kind of sometimes will get out a little bit, so be careful. Small family farms were more likely <coughs> excuse me, to have greater financial vulnerability than other farms. That's according to data from the USDA's Economic Research Service. Small family farms were more likely to have greater financial vulnerability than other farms. Researchers calculated the operating profit margin by taking the ratio of profit to gross farm income to find that in 2022, between 52 and 79 percent of small farm family farms depending on the farm type, we're at the high risk level for financial vulnerability. If the operating profit margin is less than 10%, the operation is considered at a high financial risk. When the measure is between 10 and 25%, the operation is considered at a medium financial risk. And if it is above 25%, the operation is at low financial risk. A majority of small-scale family farms which have a gross cash farm income of up to $350,000 on most of their income from off-farm sources. For these farms, farm profitability is not necessarily essential to the survival of the household. Small family farms make up 88% of all farms, but account for only 19% of total value of production. 88% small farms. make up the bulk of the total production in the United States. It's 543. We'll take a real quick break. We'll be back right after this. Discover the perfect January getaway
1: at Camden on the Lake Resort and Spa at the Lake of the Ozarks. Our beautiful and newly renovated rooms offer comfort and relaxation along with state-of-the-art amenities, including a refreshing outdoor hot tub and exquisite dining at H. Toad's Bar and Grill. Room prices start at $109 per night, so call 573-365-5620 and use code JAN0124 for your getaway deal. Create memories that last a lifetime at Camden-on-the-Lake Resort and Spa at the Lake of the Ozarks.
10: Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers, and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store.
7: I'm Jennifer Blome. And I'm Wendy Weiss. Join us weekly this year as we introduce the Jennifer and Wendy Book Club presented by the St. Louis County Library. To me, reading is magic, and our book club can be your passport to mystery, adventure, and Anywhere your imagination wants to go. The 2024 Jennifer and Wendy Book Club will introduce you to local and national authors, events, and special programs. Presented by the St. Louis County Library. Every week on the Jennifer and Wendy Show, right here
3: on the Big 550.
4: Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550
0: KTRS. Five forty-four 44 on this uh, Wednesday morning fog and rain around the area as we get started this morning so Zach you you wanted to know what about the rivers
1: Well you were mentioned creeks the creeks are filling uh-huh. up I was wondering uh-huh. if you had any of the river uh-huh. level information
0: well I happen practically a river rat practically I, yeah practically mm-hmm. a river rat I know I know goat that makes me quite I'm qualified <laughs> I have I have people <laughs> um, yeah so the river. I'm surprising enough it's coming up and coming up pretty fast.
1: I know because it's been raining here a lot We've been everything's been moving up north. So I figured yeah. a lot of it would uh, be moving so south
0: to us. Today we're about even. We're about at the zero mark. But by the 6th of February, which is what, about a week out, uh, they're talking almost four feet above the zero mark. All right. Plus, plus four on the scale. So, yeah, we're picking up some water. Uh, you know what will be happening next? Flood stage, Mm -hmm. you know, Mississippi River heading for a flood stage. Yeah, you know, Uh, it's feast or famine. It's feast or famine. Um, (coughs) Darn! I asked Goat what I asked him about when I sent him the note yesterday was about uh, the ice, if that was causing too much trouble, and he said no, the the ice hasn't really uh, done anything, uh, at least not on the Mississippi, but the um, Missouri. Or the Illinois, I'm sorry. The Illinois has had a lot of um, ice. And I saw some stories last week where they actually had a little flooding upstream on the Illinois because these ice jams wouldn't let the water get through. Uh, but he said, yeah, as of last night, they had shut the river down because they were shut down because of the fog. You know, pushing those barges around and you can't see the front of the of the tow. That would not be a good thing, I wouldn't think. So, uh, yeah, always something. But I'll tell you what. I would not have wanted to have been out on those decks of those barges in that weather last week. No,
1: especially not Monday. Mm
0: Oh, that would have been rough. That would have been rough. You know, I always figured there's about 30 days on a barge that's good (laughs) weather-wise where it's just right. Otherwise, it's too cold or too hot. Yep. Uh, But those guys that do it, they must love that job, dealing with those big cables and stuff, trying to hook those barges together and tying them up and – Have to be miserable out there. Top USDA official says it's going to take more than just money to ensure the success of the USDA's conservation efforts. Gary Crawford takes a look at some of those uh, efforts that might be coming down through the channels to help out.
8: The U.S. Department of Agriculture is investing record amounts of money in conservation and climate change programs and projects.
9: The four things that we really need to to work on as we uh, move those investments forward.
8: Under Secretary of Agriculture Robert Bonney telling a conference in Des Moines, Iowa the other day that first on that list of four action items.
9: We need to make sure we have the right practices, that we're being sensitive to what producers need on the ground. And so we're working hard with a team in NRCS to make sure that we've got the right opportunities, the right practices that we can help provide cost share incentive for on the ground
8: and that USDA is physically able to deliver those needed programs, and so... We're going to hire some new
9: staff. We've got new resources we're going to need to be able to uh, have some additional people to work in partnership with farmers and ranchers and forest owners to get it out there. So we're going to look at ways that we can streamline hiring and do a better job of, of staffing our offices. But staffing alone is never going to get us what we need.
8: Bonnie says it will take more than just USDA people. And so, number three on the action list.
9: We're looking for ways to partner with states, with conservation groups, with commodity groups, with conservation districts and others on the ground to help us implement these programs.
8: And finally, Bonnie says the whole farm program process needs streamlining.
9: We've got to do a better job of making it easier for producers to get into our conservation programs. We make it too hard, too much red tape, and so we're doing a lot of work, particularly initially through our, uh, through our conservation easement programs as well as our regional conservation partnership program to make it easier, to reduce the amount of red tape and to allow uh, landowners, partners, producers, and others to get into those programs uh, more easy and to have those the implementation of those programs be easier.
8: Bonnie says that is what farmers would most like to see happen, a simpler sign-up process, less red tape in these conservation programs. Programs that Robert Bonnie says are about more than just conserving land and conserving water resources, more than fighting climate change.
9: It's also about rural communities, rural economic development, and importantly, uh, rural families.
8: This is Gary Crawford reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture.
0: And as times change on the farm, so do the conservation programs trying to stay up with the changing times. Coming up on 550, let's run back over to the weather desk, find out about that forecast
1: going into the weekend. This one brought to you by our friends over at Viviano Heating and Air. What do you got, Zach? Zach. Still holding at 44 degrees outside. There is light rain moving through the area. That main portion of that rain is just north of St. Louis. So if you live north, that rain will be moved out momentarily. Dense fog advisory until noon today. High of 51 degrees, mostly cloudy today. Could see a spot shower or two throughout the afternoon. Again, high of 51 degrees today, and overnight low tonight of 40. Rain expected again tomorrow with a high of 48 degrees and a low of 39 on Thursday night. Then for Friday, mostly cloudy, high of 48, and a low of 40 on Friday night. For the weekend, chance of showers again throughout the day on Saturday, high of 44 degrees, and on Saturday night, a low of 36. Sunday, mostly cloudy, high of 42, and a low of 32 Sunday night. Then for next week, mostly sunny. On Monday, high of 50 degrees, low of 35 on Monday night. And for Tuesday, mostly sunny with a high of 52. That's latest from the weather desk. i Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. Ah, uh, temperatures just dropped a degree here. I'm showing 40
0: degrees in rural Belleville. That wind coming out of the northeast holding at 4 miles an hour. As we get started this morning, it looks like that visibility is holding at 4 miles as well. So uh, we'll uh, keep an eye on that. As we said, there is some fog in the area. Sunrise at 7:13, and sundown this afternoon at 5.13. Well, did that furnace hold together through that extremely cold weather? Well, winter's not over. You're going to need it some more. And it's not working. You're on the Illinois side of the river. Who you going to call? Viviano, Heating and Air. Don Viviano and his team, as I've told you before, i have been in business over 30 years. They know what they're doing. Their technicians are trained to work on all makes and models. And in most cases, a lot of times, they'll have the part on the truck to get you up and going. Maybe you need a whole new system. Yeah. Maybe you're to that point where you're just like, I'm tired of fixing the old one. I want a new one. Check it out. They can put together a proposal for you. They've got financing available. They are trained specialists. And you know the saying, it's hard to stop a train. Give Viviano a call today. Go to the website. Check it all out. VivianoAir.com is a great place to start. That's VivianoAir.com.
5: What if I told you that with one click to Wholesale Signing Depot, That's WSDepot.com. You can view the best selection of windows, doors, siding, and decking products that are durable, up-to-date, and energy-saving that will increase your home's value and comfort. All at wholesale pricing to save your hard-earned money. My grandson Elijah says,
8: Are you
2: kidding me?
5: My name is Julius Krasanek, celebrating 51 years in this industry. Our local and family business is Wholesale Siding Depot. Please visit our website at WSDepot.com. That's WSDepot.com. For name brand windows from Anderson and Viwinko, CertainTeed composite and vinyl siding, Pro-V and Masonite doors, decking from Azac and Vision Fortress and Trex. We also offer a free contractor referral service to to take care of your installation needs. Keep it local and professional. Please visit WSDepot.com. That's WSDepot.com. Carney, Buck.
8: Wednesday on The Carney Show, make some room because we're all going to ride on the elevator.
3: We'll also do a little Johnny Law segment so we can all be a little bit more knowledgeable. And we got sad news yesterday on the show, and we heard about
8: the passing of Charles Osgood. We did get an opportunity to visit with him a while back, and we'll revisit that conversation.
3: See you here at noon.
4: John Carney, Julie Buck, weekdays at noon on KTRS. The Talk of St. Louis. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. Coming up on
0: 554, let's run over to Wall Street and see what they've been doing overnight. From
10: ABC News, Wall Street now. The S&P is on a roll. Tuesday trading saw the Standard & Poor's hit its third straight record high after closing up 0.3%. The Nasdaq had it 0.4%. The Dow, though, slipped 96 points to fall back below 38,000. Anyone who thought the Netflix crackdown on password sharing would cost the company subscribers was completely off base. The streaming service shattered expectations by adding over 13 million worldwide subscribers in the last three months of 2023 alone. A new use for 3D printing technology is taking hold. Stakeholder Foods, an Israeli-cultivated meat company, has created what it's calling the world's first plant-based 3D-printed eel. It is said to look and taste like the real thing. Country music legend Dolly Parton is teaming up with Duncan Hines to roll out a new line of food inspired by what the company calls down-home comfort cuisine. A limited-edition baking kit featuring some of Dolly's favorite recipes goes on sale today. Jim Ryan, ABC News.
0: And it looks like the market's up another 83 overnight. Egg Secretary Tom Vilsick at the American Farm Bureau Federation Convention citing some of the startling statistics on the loss of farms in the U.S.
5: Since 1981, we've lost 437,300 farms. In a 40-year period, the loss of that many farms, to give you a sense of how many farmers that is, that's every farmer today in North Dakota and South Dakota in Wisconsin, in Minnesota, in Iowa, in Illinois, Nebraska, and Colorado. At the same time, since 1981, we've lost 141 million acres of farm land, land that was once in farming that is in farming today. That's the landmass of Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, and Maryland. Are we okay with that? I'm not. I don't think you are either. And I don't think the country can stand... A continued acceleration of the loss of small
0: and mid-sized farming operations. Hundred and forty-one million acres lost out of farming. Zach, it's 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 the only, The good thing is farmers have gotten so much better at producing what they're producing. We've been able to continue, you know, keep the supply up on less acres. But at some point, that's got to run out to where we yeah. suddenly aren't. You can't produce enough to offset the loss of acres.
1: Uh, uh, when when would numbers come out for um twenty twenty three for you know acreage loss? Acre- yeah. Well, uh, the acreage loss, I don't know, the, the the
0: farmed acres, they come out with those numbers. Uh they've stayed relatively even in the last couple of years. We haven't lost a ton of acres, but they they had projected that we we lose over a million acres, what is it, a month? I'll have to check on that. Um, it's some astronomical amount. And the other thing that we're starting to lose acres to now, uh, it, well, it's development, but it falls under development, I guess, are these solar fields. Uh, these solar fields are taking a lot of ground out of, out of production. So it's, I know it's part of the future and it's, you know, do you want to eat or do you want to turn on the lights? It's kind of up to you, uh, which way you want to go there. So, uh, a lot of challenges in the, in the days to come, uh, for the farming industry. Uh, We are about out of time. Taking a quick look at those numbers overnight. Looks like the corn trade's coming in about 2 cents higher. Uh, Like we said, Delapoyed the last week or so, it's just been two weeks. Been really quiet on the corn trade. Beans are up about 2 cents as well. With the March at 12.42, November new crop at 12.08. That is up a penny. Overall on the wheat trade, we're coming in about 4 higher on the March at 6.01. And looks like July's at 6.18. That's up 5.00 and a quarter. That music means McGraw's in the wings. He's getting ready to go. We are out of here. We'll have updates at 10 and 12 and back tomorrow morning at five. Have a great day.
7: Artificial intelligence in New Hampshire just gave us a frightening preview. The one inescapable fact coming in the next eight months. Bad actors are using deep fake AI to try and keep you from voting. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by NetSuite. If you run a business, visit NetSuite.com slash Kim today and get NetSuite's KPI checklist absolutely free. This past Sunday, just three days before yesterday's New Hampshire primary, voters began receiving phone calls that sounded exactly like Joe Biden. The voice told everyone to stay home, save your vote for the November election, whatever that means. Good citizens who take their civic duty seriously know that you cannot save your vote. You either vote or lose it. Good citizens knew the call was phony biden was not even on the new hampshire ballot the call was designed to keep people from voting this is just the beginning you must learn the issues and the candidates so you don't fall for ai election malarkey enter to win a one thousand dollar pc or mac it's totally your choice enter now at commando.com win